Friends to the In Obscuria podcast, a podcast where we exhume obscure rock and punk and metal, and we put them in one of three categories the lost, the forgotten, or the should have beens. Gobble, gobble. I'm Kevin Williams, and that over there. Hey, what's up, Pilgrim? It's Robert Harrison. <laughs> gobble, indeed. The <laughs> countdown is on. We got 24 hours till my family gets here. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we were recording this prior to Thanksgiving, you see. Yeah. People, this is how oh, we do right. we have, You always have to reset that because I'm below yeah, it. It's all right. I have to pretend this is after Thanksgiving. Not really. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't have much of an imagination, as you know. You know mm. I'm, I'm very literal. I just I like very realistic things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I so I have to be careful what I say because my nephew does listen sometimes. So I'm looking forward to my family being here, and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone coming in? Yeah, everybody and other in-laws that I have not seen in 25 years, maybe. Ooh. Like other parts of the family, ex- married traveling, into the family. Traveling from Florida? Uh, from no, North, just North Georgia. North Georgia, yeah. okay. So, uh, so how many people total will be here? Probably about 10 to 15. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, let's go to the single guy's house for Thanksgiving. The, you know, has He's nothing in room. his fridge. So I, I've made three trips to the grocery store, and there's no more room in my fridge at all. I've got a turkey. I get everything ready to go. But yet my sister texted me the menu. She's like, oh, here's what we're going to have. Well, what, she's, she's driving did... up from, you know, South Alabama. So she says she's going to bring some stuff, but I don't know what she's bringing exactly. So, Oh, it, I thought she was saying, here's what I want you to prepare. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's... it's She'll just do things like that. So mm. she'll just say, here's what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing. And you're going to, you know, <laughs> you'll take credit for it. Nice. Yeah. She's like Martha Stewart on, you know, just speed on meth because she can whip up table settings and when, cook like crazy and just makes it look great. When like, Martha was in the clink. Yeah. I mean, you know, she had to, she had to make some money. So you don't have she a probably lot. was Martha Stewart it was, on. It was just like, you know, MacGyvering in the clink. Yeah. So she looks around the house. What, what are you, what do you got? And she makes a nice, beautiful setting out of that. We, we've done this for a few years now. So we have the family Thanksgiving at Robert's house and we go down to South Alabama <clears throat> for Christmas. I don't, I don't go to Florida anymore. After oh. My dad passed away. My mother moved over to South Alabama right. to be closer to my sister. So I have to go to Alabama for Christmas. Mm. And so that's just, it's not quite the same. It's fun to go, hey, I'm going to Florida. Everyone's like, cool. Would you go s- to the beach? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the beach. But now it's like, I'm going to Alabama. Would you say it was a sweet home? No, Perhaps. You know, it's not my home. Yeah. It's their home. So bless their home. Bless their hearts. They like it there. <laughs> So they gave them a bless their heart. We just lost our three Alabama listeners. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's been it's, nice. It's their home, not my home. <laughs> right. What else is going on? Just that. Uh, you, you told me you're not working much. What no, are you doing? Well, what are you yeah, doing? I'm not doing anything except I had two weddings in the past week. <laughs> a movie shoot before that got a family coming in we've got a artist market for christmas coming up next weekend another holiday party that i'm throwing the weekend after that and then i think that's christmas and then january is just open i think i only have two things on the books for january so i get to take a couple of weeks off then but no i'm not actually working working yeah but right everything now. you just mentioned all i heard was 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's it's, it's kind of work, but it's not really work. Yeah, you're so getting paid. People though. show up to my house and bring food and beer and stuff like that, and then leave a little envelope, maybe. Nice. Nobody from the IRS is listening to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you, if you convince people to come to your house and bring you food and money, it's it's a great gig. So I can't really complain. It is a lot of work, and they scratch my floors. They broke my couch this past week. They dropped it, so I had to go fix a couch. As long as you can deal with stupid stuff like that, then you can rent your house out for interesting parties. Well, after you freeload in your own house, go listen to Pot of Thunder, Cobras and Fire, Growing Up Rock, Slam Fest Podcast. Decibel Geek, A to Z Radio, Metal Up Your Podcast, The Hustle, Disciples of the Watch, Podcast Rock City, Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast, State of America, Rock Strikes 10, Potter Than Hell, The Ron Keel Podcast, The Kiss Room, Ages of Rock, Retro Zest Podcast, The Synaptic Empire, and don't forget about Monty, Monty's Rockcast. Come visit us at inobscuria.com, like us, share us, recommend us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, leave us a review. Yeah. It's end of year time. review. End of year review. Need. That'd be nice. We need our end of year Wrap review. Wrap it up in a bow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've been getting quite a bit of chatter over there on the Facebook, especially. Oh, yeah. I've been busy. I haven't checked it. A lot of folks commenting on past episodes, and that's pretty awesome, actually. Thank oh, you. Oh, okay. Good. It was positive comments then. Not all, but who cares? <laughs> oh, was it Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking. It's been a long time since the captain has visited us. He, well, he has been texting me today about other things, and then at the very end of the conversation he's like oh you got to check this out uh, on youtube crank it up loud and i'm in my truck and i hit the uh bluetooth hit play and it's uh artist boots boots wait hang on is that boot or boots me you quick. sent me the budos band yeah that, yeah so budos band number one yeah. which i thought hey I, th- I know them this is great music from 1973 mm-hmm. and then i went and looked them up and i'm like oh this is two years ago they're like stoner funk it's amazing oh my god <laughs> i listened i listened to their whole discography twice back to back it's just really good mood music Music. It's all instrumental though, right? Yeah, it's all yeah, instrumental. Yeah. So like I said, it's good background music for a party. If you want it to be in a mood, listen to it. If you're working, doing something else, it's just really good grooving music. But You know who introduced me to them? Who? Brandon Steele. Mr. Blackberry Smoke. Really? Yep. How long ago? Uh, this is probably five, six years ago. Well, the, the artist that uh, Captain Ryan sent me today is Boot, singular. Boot. So I haven't looked them up. I don't know if it's just one person, if it's a band, female singer. She's you got, got me. Some I don't know this one. Good soul, but it's more like Motorhead with soul. Mm. So this is, I'm, I'm doing your homework. You know, the, the, the research staff doesn't have to do all this. Here's the next episode. Bam. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, not this week because this next, week. Next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This week I was inspired by death. Hmm? Well, not necessarily death, but. Turkey death? I, no, I was inspired by a death. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, I learned, and you may have seen this, I learned that Nick Turner passed away. Now, Nick Turner was 82 years old and he is known. Do you know this guy? No. Okay. He is known for being the saxophone player for the band Hawkwind. Oh, I did see. I didn't realize that's who I, I knew. A member had passed away, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, so he was on the first six albums. He was a good friend of Lemmy's. In fact, there's a great picture of him at Lemmy's funeral, giving double birds in front of Lemmy's casket. Nice, which is pretty it's amazing. Fitting. It is very fitting. But he was fired after his first six albums because he was playing his saxophone over the other members' solos and during the vocals. <laughs> Whatever he damn well felt like it. I think Nick did pretty much whatever he wanted. Yeah. With everything. 
So I like this guy. No telling what state of mind he was in. We were kindred souls. I didn't know it. <laughs> so he, he left in 1976 and did some other things. He went and played with the Hawk Lords. We talked about yeah. them before. He played with a bunch of other bands. And then he returned to Hawkwind in the 80s. And he got fired again because this time in the 80s, he thought it was a great idea to perform in roller skates and wear a fluorescent body stocking while playing saxophone over everybody's solos. And Dude, the same damn thing he got fired for the first time. But this time he did it with flair. Exactly. (laughs) I like this guy. I'm sad that I didn't get to know this guy. Yeah, so Dave Brock, who was the guitarist and head head in Hawkwind, he he wasn't impressed, so he got rid of poor Nick again. You're out. out. Nick got pissed this time. Imagine that. He's not happy He didn't see that coming, so he did the same thing and more. Yeah. And then got pissed that he got fired. So by the time we get to the year 2000, in the year 2000, he decided to sue Hawkwind. Oh, jeez. And because he wanted the name, because he was one of the original members. Yeah. He yeah. wanted the name. He had an argument. He lost. <laughs> he lost it. That's Dave, expensive, too. Dave Brock still has it. However, he did copyright the name in the United States. So that's why Hawkwood never played the U.S. No way. In the last 20 years. So they couldn't even tour under they another not, name because nobody would know who the, you, they you couldn't see an Hulk, advertisement for, yeah. you know, they couldn't Bird be Wind. <laughs> Well, they they do have some other, maybe the reason, they do have some other names. They've released other albums. Yeah. But anyway, we're going in deep dick. to, we're going in deep to Hawkwind, <laughs> but I thought you might like this guy. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's a spirited man. He's completely that, opposite of me. I would never, ever do stuff like that No, no. I'm, I'm sure he's just inspiration That I was actually you. researching trademarking something out of spite <laughs> last night. <laughs> it's a, it's a, of course you It's were. like a four or $500 spite thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, how much is that worth it to get a good laugh yeah. out of it? What's the return there? Yeah. That I get to go, oh, by the way, I own that <laughs> uh, I think Gene Simmons does that. Now, who was he with? That's the guy that was in uh, uh, Warlords. No. Oh yeah, Kabuki Man. Yes. There's your kiss connection with the K. We're getting it out of the way early. Good. Yeah, you were slacking last time. I haven't even introduced the concept <laughs> of what we're going to talk about. Breathe easy now, people. All right, Whew. relax. Tony Griggs will not be on me this time. No, he was ready. His fingers were on the keyboard. (laughs) All right. So I thought you might like this very spirited man who is now just a spirit. So So, with that, Robert, this is episode 154, Other Sounds from Outer Space. Space, space, space. So we did Space Rock almost a year ago. Episode oh, yeah. 105, your cousin Frank was here for that. Do you remember that? Yeah, he just popped. That was the weirdest in. thing. He just happened to be in town. He I was like, Frank, lives nice in to meet town. you. Yeah, he, nice I to haven't meet seen you. him in 10 years. Do you like Space Rock? <laughs> well, sure, why not? But that's why I like him. He, <laughs> besides the fact that he's my cousin, but right. he's just, we were roommates in college and we're great friends and this is exactly why. He's like, yeah, sure. Sure. Let's I'll talk on about a podcast. Yeah, let's talk about some And he space surprised rock. me. I mean, I I've known this guy and I knew he knew a lot about country music and some like classic rock stuff, but he He was throwing he out was some limbing knowledge. Yeah. And, yeah, man. Very pretty. He was my, fun. My family's so. got some smarts once in a while. Yeah, go back and listen to episode 105. That was our first sounds from outer space. So yeah, we're going to talk about space rock. And if you don't really know what that is, it's a music genre characterized by loose and lengthy song structures centered on texture. Yes, so very zony, hypnotic. Atmospheric. Atmospheric, yet distorted and rocking at the same time. Right, not new agey. Yeah, not new agey. It's more like bad trip. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bad trip, good trip. Thank Depends you. on your mood. I've not had that. Yeah. Minimal drumming, you know, not like kind of steady beats. It's not like prog, yeah. although it kind of can cross into prog rock. But it's more of a gentle flow versus just It's back more and repetitive yeah. than, than prog rock. If it gets real noty and, and the drums are doing a whole bunch of shit, then that's prog rock. Yeah. So, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It emerged out of the 1960s. Duh. Makes sense. Psychedelia and prog rock was mm-hmm. around in the late 60s, early 70s. So you think of bands like Pink Floyd. Some people would call them prog rock. They, it depended on the song. Some people would call them space it rock. Depended on the song. Psychedelic. Yeah. They're all that. It's a direct offshoot of psychedelic rock. So mm-hmm. acid rock, whatever you want to call it. Now it's influence stoner metal stoner rock so you know if, if drugs are involved yeah. psychedelics are involved it can be considered space rock right. in a way but again if it gets too noty yeah it's probably prog rock we're gonna focus on space rock and we started episode 105 talking about the band we were just chatting about Hawkwind, because they are the ultimate space rock band mm-hmm. outside of floyd yeah you I think agree. Pink Floyd's very mainstream. They went beyond their label. Hawkwood never did that. They always stayed within their little niche mm-hmm. of being space rock. So just like we did in 105, we're going to start with a Hawkwind song. And we've talked about going deeper in Hawkwind, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. We played a song from the 70s last time. We played a song from 1975, I believe, and it featured Lemmy on bass. Lemmy from Motorhead. He would leave Hawkwind to go form Motorhead. And in fact, Hawkwind actually played the song Motorhead at yeah, one point. Yeah, which always threw me off because it would come up in a Motorhead playlist mm. and it had violin in it and it was just real <laughs> I'm saxophone. Like, oh, this is a really weird offshoot of Motorhead, not realizing, no, this is a completely different band yes. with same lead singer. Exactly. Singer of that song. So I'm going to go the opposite spectrum here with Hawkwind. I'm going to play something more current. In fact, one of their most current releases is called All Aboard the Skylark 2019. So I'm going to play a more recent Hawkwind tune and just see what you think about this because your references are probably more for the 70s stuff Mm -hmm. and anyone listening probably more for the 70s stuff but they still got it and so here's a song called 65 million years ago
that song could have been 20 minutes long. And, and I'm sure been, it is live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I would have enjoyed it just as much. That song, and it's amazing to think about that song could have been written in 1979, 89, 99, 2000. It, and yep. it was recent. And it's just timeless. It really is timeless. There's no formula to it. There's you, you're not expecting a verse chorus like it's a simple okay, build. All the, the way verse through. is coming to an end. Here comes the chorus. You don't know. It's just a build and build, and then it yeah. just gently goes away. <laughs> That's and it's not easy to do that. No. A lot of bands. You and I played with some jammy jam bands that thought they could do stuff like that, and it just was. Ugh. It's not as easy as you think. No, no. There's just and I can't tell you exactly what the recipe is for that, but it had enough layers to it. Mm-hmm. enough effervescence well, it's, and it's got the dynamics too it's like yeah. it just keeps building keeps building until you blast off into and, space and that I remember was it about two months ago maybe six weeks ago two months ago somewhere in there I was working on sculpture and that's when I got Spotify and was just binge listening to everything and Holcomb was one of them and it started off with the early stuff and I'm like yeah and they just kept going I'm like oh it just they you know instead of Pink Floyd like r- is really different from their early stuff to their latest stuff mm, you yes. know it's definitely more professional sounding but well they just evolved they their evolved sound where Hawkwind just Hawkwind just kind of stays in that same yeah, realm yeah they're just in that same realm and and it just it's just nicer. There's, there's, it's not as '60s ish. You can tell some of the quirky stuff they threw in there, just like Pink Floyd did in the late '60s. Yeah, and everything for Hawkwind, it's all about their shows. And I think they just had one of their, if not their last Hawk Fest. I mean, these guys are getting old. Yeah. So I think they they have this festival every year, and I think I saw the last one that they had was billed as the, the last. last Hawk Fest. So there'll be one more, <laughs> right? So there'll be at least six more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they do the whole liquid light show, lasers. Old school. Yes, old school. A lot of psychedelic imagery, and it just works with their music. And What band was that that we saw at Lakewood that had that going on? Roger Waters. Was there, okay, I, I, I didn't think yeah. it was. It was Roger, it was Roger first, Waters. The first time we saw Roger yeah. Waters, where he was not quite as technical as he is now. Yeah. And it, he was still doing it the old school way. They were dripping the gels. Yeah, this was stuff. at an amphitheater versus And we were sitting behind the sound board. Yeah, we were we right could, behind the overhead projector. We could see the overhead projector, and the guy was dripping the I was watching that, that more was, than the, the oil. stage show. Yeah. I was, was right in front of me. But yeah, so that's that vibe, that feel is watching one of those just for hours. Well, if you like that kind of stuff, there are 34 albums since 1970 to go listen to. Those are just the Spotify's fully. got like four or well, five are, on there. Those are the, you know, actual albums. And then if you want to get into their live stuff, they probably have 50 live albums that you can go listen to. So there's there's a so whole you, lot of Hulk Where way. would you find these since, once again, Spotify has like five of these in uh, their discography? You, you would have to go to a record shops. <sighs> Places like that. Well, guess what I bought today? I got a record player. Oh, you got a turntable. Yeah, it's not a nice one. Uh, I don't care. But but you can now listen to the governor. Yeah, the governor, <laughs> the former <laughs> racist governor. The, the horrible yeah. racist governor. I went back today and got two crates more of listen, albums. Listen to last week's episode to get more info on that. Yeah, so that was... Uh, you got two more crates of albums? Two more crates, yeah. It's only like two... Oh, there's the Almond Brothers album that I'd never heard of. And it's outside because they smell. I'm not lying there. <laughs> out in the garage because they stink from being in the old lady's house in her basement. It's probably mold. It's yeah. moldy, so I got to wash these cover 
first. But anyway, I don't even know what I was rambling on about. Oh, you were talking about getting some Hawkwind. Oh, yeah. So that's get, about the so only way you're going to do it. It's the actual albums. And yeah. how many do you own? I probably have. Now, I've got them all digitally. Okay. Because remember, I had a little problem. You had an issue. 10 or 15 years ago of yeah. getting a lot of music mm-hmm. from the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you a phone call. And uh, uh, Mr. Williams. Yeah. This is attorney Stephen Van Zandt. <laughs> so I got all of them up until that point digitally. And then I've purchased some digital ones of these latest yeah, albums. To fact, for your sins. And then I have probably 12 albums of yeah. theirs, which I, most of those are imports. They came from England. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to borrowing those. <laughs> now, I was mentioning that they do have variations on their name. So that's 34 Hawkwind albums. Mm-hmm. There's another version of the band called the Hawkwind Light Orchestra, and they do more of the really textury mm-hmm. sort of electronic, more electronic kind of stuff, more trippy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Hawk Lords who are more of a, they're former members of Hawkwind, but they do more of like a punk rock version of Hawkwind. And I couldn't find that, so I got to dig deeper. and To get some Hawk Lords? get some Hawk yeah, Lords, yeah. yeah I you, need to, you need to hear that. They're still going pretty strong, actually. Okay, let's move on to the second one. And this is a psychedelic desert slash space rock band from Bradford, UK. There's not a, a desert. There's not a desert in the UK, is there? The UK. I don't believe there is a desert there. Might no. be wrong. If there is, let us know. Yeah. So do, are you familiar with the whole desert rock thing? No. It's kind of like Caius, Josh Homme kind of that 90s stoner metal scene they they called it desert rock because they would uh-huh. go out to California to the desert and they would just trip balls and make this awesome music I'm just listening I'm, I'm picturing the soundtrack to the Coyote and Roadrunner cartoon <laughs> it's not that <laughs> not that okay it's not that so here's a UK band putting their spin on that but they're definitely a space rock band as you'll see in this song and they claim this is what they claim to deliver on their website when you go look this band up they're called Cyclona mm-hmm And their claim to fame is, we will launch you deep into space while you fall under the musical spell, which can induce a very groovy sounding state of mind by devoted psychonauts. Um, Okay. They call it cosmic psychosis is what you're about to experience. Oh boy. Let me sit down for that. So are these the, you said these are the same members of Hawkwind or- just no, this a few... this is a new band altogether. This is a different band. Oh, okay. This is a okay. band called Cyclona. Oh, okay, sorry, I brain skipped that part. Yeah. So I'm going to play something from their album called Venus Sky Trip. Came out a couple of years ago. They do have a very new album that just came out this year, but this is the previous album. And what better song to play on a space rock episode than Blast Off?
I think that gets the award for the heaviest trippy music I've ever listened to. I mean, that's just heavy, but it was still just let your brain go in different directions wherever it wanted to go. I wanted to go and put my earplugs in and work in the shop, build stuff, and just get lost in, you know, metalwork and grinding. I'm pretty sure you just experienced cosmic psychosis. That just gave me cosmic psychosis. Now, you know, I've had it before, but now I have a name. Right. So next time it happens, I'm like, no, it's, it's okay. I'm just experiencing just some cosmic psychosis. Cosmic psychosis. Please don't, don't call the cops. Don't bother me. No, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just shut the door. Oh, it's just good, man. It's just good stuff. And like I said, they put out a new album this year. I have not had a chance to pick that one up yet because I have the, you know, 30 other albums that I picked <laughs> up this year. You're working on it. Yeah, playing. you'll get to Ooh, it. This year, man, it's been crazy. I guess because everybody was bored in 2020. And 20, and then, so it took them a year to kind of figure yeah. out how to get it put out. And then they didn't want to put it out until they could tour it. And right. Now here we are. Starting to everybody's on the bit. road and yep. everybody's releasing albums. So go check out Cyclona. Man, I love it. So You're right. It's so heavy. It's good. <laughs> but it's it's trancy heavy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't, you know. There's another one coming Pantera up. Pantera or anything like that. Yeah, there's another one coming up that's in the same realm that I think you're going to like. All right, so next, we're going to go to the 90s. And last time we did one of these episodes last year, we played a band called Far Flung. And they were a band in the 90s that were doing this whole space rock thing. You know, these things go in cycles. Mm -hmm. And in the 90s, there was a little resurgence of these space rock bands for a little bit of time. And I think, you know, the whole jam thing was going on in general in the mm -hmm. 90s. So I think this was maybe just part Riding of some of that. those coattails. Yeah. So there was a band called Dark Sun that I had heard of, but I never I read about them, but mm -hmm. I never had anything by them. I had Far Flung, but... That was an American band. Dark Sun, I believe, are from Finland. Now, we don't have any Swedish bands, but we're still representing our Scandinavian folks with Finland. From Norwegia. From Norwegia, yes. Finland, Finland, Finland. Finland has it all. You're so sadly neglected. And often ignored a poor second to Belgium. When going abroad Finland, Finland, Finland 
So this is a Finnish band, like I said here. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. You see, they're from Finland and they're a Finnish Finnish band. That's how that works. Smart. Just wrap it up. Smart. <laughs> Okay, so in 1997, this band releases their full-length studio album called Feed Your Mind, and it got pretty good reception. I read about it, and space rock fanatics from all over the universe, they say, really Mm -hmm. dug this. But they weren't really a band that was driven to release more material very quickly. Mm, One of those bands. (laughs) So Think about it for a couple of years. They played a lot of festivals. They played the annual Hawk Fan Festival with Hawkwind and some other bands like that. A lot of space rock festivals. And even Nick Turner, the man who inspired this episode, he Mm. played with this band for a little bit. He would play live. They did put out a live album featuring Nick Turner in the year 2000. Actually, Nick was just playing, and the band showed up while he was playing and then finished and left the stage, and he kind of hung he, out for a little bit longer. I hope he was wearing his roller skates when he played with them. <laughs> and his onesie. Now, their long way to follow-up album, album number two, came out in 2006. Yeah, no rush. Yeah, they weren't in a hurry. You know, but it wasn't really released at that time. So, yeah, they recorded it, and it should have come out, but they had some financial issues with the label, mm. so it, it didn't come out then. And so then they split up. <laughs> That's how you fix that problem. (laughs) So that took care of the whole issue with the finances. However, the bass and Moog player, and I'm going to try his name. Here we go. Santu Lasco. I'll maybe give you that. Maybe. He's released all their material on Bandcap now. So I am now, you are now able to go get oh. this band's content. So you can get those live albums with Nick Turner. You can get both of these albums, the one that didn't come out. He's put, see, this is where somebody did the right thing. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. Like these albums that sit on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Like Nobody hears them. Just release them digitally yeah. now. What's the big deal? So that's what he's done. He's kind of released them as bootlegs, but still. He's put they're them out. out. They're out. They're out. And then he now has another band. So basically what he does is he promotes his new band called Astral Magic, but he does so on Bandcamp by saying, oh, by the way, here's all the old Dark Sun stuff. And I'm in Astral Magic. It's brilliant. Now, on Bandcamp, do they get any type of income from that? or is it? A- yeah, so Bandcamp is really, really cool. In fact, if you're in a band and you're listening and you're not on Bandcamp, you should be on it because basically people get to name their price. You set a price mm. and then they're able to give you more if they want. Like a minimum. Yeah, you set a minimum. minimum, But if you want a tip on top of that. Yeah, exactly. If somebody wants to give you more. And it's interesting how it works. Even with Big Jack Pneumatic stuff, we're out there. How much money have you made? You hadn't told me? Oh, oh. No wonder. You got that five-car garage. I got to buy all these albums, Robert. (laughs) That's where it goes. (laughs) In one side, right back out the other side. Exactly. It's an investment, you see. You this whole a, podcast is just an investment. You got a wife and two kids. I know where it goes. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> so I want to play some Dark Sun because I only got this a year or two ago because I finally found it on Bandcamp. I'm going to play from that very first album in 1997, Feed Your Mind. And this is a song called Black Spires. And I will say their name is Dark Sun. They are like a goth. You're going to like this. They're like a goth space rock. Dark Sun and the song is Black, Black Spires. Spires. You've got, you have my attention. I thought so.
You know, a good fade out once in a while is not a bad thing. Jesus. Mm, they just like to end it. It was over. That was, it's getting fun to, it's like spot the genre. And it's a game. <laughs> and then, you know, you got the space rock going on. And obviously th- this is more of the goth side of Goth that. undertones. Yeah, goth there. undertones. And it's yeah. it's fun to kind of have a little bit of knowledge after two years of doing this. Where this I can spot these things. Who was it that sent us the meme that had the, what was it, family guy or no, it oh, was... Geez. No, it was uh, uh, King of the Hill. Oh. I think it was Steve Coldwell sent it to us. Uh, the, it had the King of the Hill, and he's yeah. like, that was, I can't remember now. but it And was it had like a long list of genres. Ridiculous genre. You boys. Yeah, that's basically us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you really can tell. I mean, it's it's fun when you don't have to make it up and pull it out of your ass. That was obviously very space rocky and with a goth undertone. Of course, they named it. Once again, Black Spire. I mean, yeah, you, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. Spire's not really a word you get to use every day. No, I mean, I've I've been building. You've been building some Gothic arches, and next on the list is some spires to go on either side with, some with buttresses, flying buttresses. Just because <laughs> it's fun to say. Oh, that is. That so is yeah, that's my next project. I've, and hearing this music makes me want to go out there and start tonight. I don't know if I'll be able to start before Christmas, but that's the next project. So I'll I'll put some photos once well, I get well, going. Well, let me keep fueling yes. this creativity. Thanks. Keep me up all night. I told you we were going to play another heavy band that does this whole heavy space thing. And mm. this is a band that Kent Oberly, our friend and amazing drummer, We're just working in all to. of Big Jack Pneumatic tonight. We are. Kent, who is actually right now on the road with Blackberry Smoke, he's filling in on drums drums for a little bit really mm-hmm. yeah Britt had to take a little bit of time off and kent is filling Good in for right him. now so he deserves it two of our former bandmates in blackberry, in blackberry Smoke. half of the, our bands half in that of band big jack is now in blackberry the better half i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the more talented, more talented <laughs> the half that's on the road in yeah. a pretty decent rock band right now that's mm. the half yes exactly i didn't know that that's pretty sweet yeah it's cool did you say sweet Oh, oh, that's what they used to call it. I, I remember <laughs> for about 10 minutes. Kent shows up the first time we meet him. He's So he moves from Illinois. Yeah, he moves Illinois. from Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Leah's how it's pronounced, Illinois. Yeah. And he moves here and he's going to try out for Big Jack Pneumatic and he says, hey, I'm sweet. Uh, like, Excuse me? I, yeah, I think I exactly, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, man, my name's, they, no, you know, no. my name's Kent, but they call me sweet. My name's I'm like, Kent, but everybody mm-hmm. calls me sweet. No. Like, Not anymore, they <laughs> Not don't. Not anymore. Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> Hey, sweetie. All right. Start the song off. So, Sweet introduced me to this band, Pinkish Black. Pinkish Black. Pinkish Black. It's an experimental sci-fi avant-garde metal synth doom band from Fort Worth, Texas. That's a lot of words. That's a lot right there. That's a lot of I words. I just call it Space Rock. Space Rock. I think that's, <laughs> from now on, we will. It's, it's the a, same thing. No more nickname. Just call it Space Rock. It, it's heavy, yeah. but there are no guitars. What? This is a duo with drums and synth only. What? It's cool, man. I think going to be rock without a guitar. I think you're going to dig I it. I don't know. I'm scared. Now, you got to love Wikipedia because you can read some crazy shit in Wikipedia. So here's what Wikipedia says. You never know if this is real or if somebody just mm-hmm. put this in themselves just for a laugh. Why would people do that? I don't know, but I got to laugh, I so would, I'm going to read it. I would never do that. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, in 2019, Relapse released an album called Concept Unification, which explored themes of anxiety, futility, and emptiness that Beck, who's one of the guys in the band, claims to have experienced as a child after Showbiz Pizza rebranded itself into a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I hope that's real. I remember when that happened. Fun is made for sharing, share the fun at Showbiz Pizza Place. We've got family. 
showbiz, Dayton funny showbiz, everyone funny showbiz, showbiz pizza place, we've got eating funny showbiz, racing funny showbiz, showbiz funny showbiz, showbiz pizza place. Share the fun, come on and share the fun at showbiz. I remember showbiz as well. Yeah, we had a showbiz pizza in our small town, and I think I was it in high school, Chuck and they came Chuck E. Cheese. You're like, no, no Chuck E. Sh- Cheese sucks, man. Showbiz had like uh, animatronic bears. Well, Chuck E. Cheese did too. Yeah, I know, but then they replaced it with a mouse, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So showbiz was the bears. It was like it was a ripoff of Walt Disney World. They had mm-hmm. the bears. They actually had a stage with these animatronic things yeah. playing guitars and yeah and like every and 15 20 minutes you'd be having a conversation all of a sudden the music would start playing the curtains would open and the robots would robots play. would start playing <laughs> and when you're you know i don't know i think the first time i was there 10 years old mm-hmm. it's pretty wild when you're 10 years old and you're oh, seeing animatronic cool. bears all i remember is they had a killer arcade oh, yeah. so all we did is play skee ball and that arcade. was the biggest arcade in town Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe this is a real thing. It may be. Poor yeah. Beck. Well, we're going to get a song from this man who was impacted by showbiz's changeover to Chuck E. Cheese. Poor guy. They've had five albums from 2012 to 2020. I'm going to play the one that Kent played for me on our drive to Nashville. So I've only gotten this recently. I've heard this band before. I never bought it. And he was playing it in the car. I'm like, I got it. I got to download it. So I downloaded it right there. Right there, there, there. On the spot. This is from their album, Bottom of the Morning from 2015. I'm on. All gone.
Um, so if this is people's first episode of our podcast, <laughs> it's not always this good. <laughs> that had to have been the dirtiest, sleaziest bass sound. And you've had some dirty bass sounds. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a dirty bass player sometimes, but that's just, just dirty sludgy bass playing. down in the basement dirty. That's, t- that's how Texas does that's synth. <laughs> So it just gets going and it builds and right about the point, I'm like, yeah, this is great, but you know, they need to change it up like a really melodic synth lead. Bam, right as soon as I say that, it's like they're reading my mind. Just a little bit of a nice melodic synth lead over the top of it. But it has a heaviness of a guitar bass band, (laughs) Yes, I I didn't miss the guitar. I I was joking about that because I normally don't like just about any music. If it doesn't have a guitar in it, there's a low chance that I like it. Even bluegrass, love bluegrass. When it's you know it's got a guitar in it usually right. or stringed instruments, yeah. but this song is one of those that proves that adage wrong that it's just heavy and it's got enough distortion to qualify as space rock and not just exactly. noise rock or something else. And they distort everything. Yeah. I think even the drums, drums are, distorted. are distorted. I think you know, obviously the vocals and were so distorted you could hardly. Yeah, hear I was going to say there were vocals in there, and all I heard was "I don't care." And that's exactly the mood it puts me in. It's not that it makes me really happy. Boy, I do not give much of any. You know what? So it just, it puts you in that mindset of, I don't care. I thought you'd like that. Yes, I do. Yeah, Pinkish Black, go check them out. Very hypnotic. Have you listened to the rest heavy. of the album? Oh, yeah, it's okay. great. Oh, yeah, it's great. And similar to that song? All similar to that. Okay. All a lot longer than that when I picked the shortest song. And so. are there lyrics more prominent in other songs? Or in other it? songs, yes. Okay. In other songs, but it's, it's still... that was borderline instrumental. It's still kind of buried yeah. for the most part. They, they're definitely more instrumental than they are vocal but it's, it's, The vocals were just a layer. It wasn't right. like right. the music was there waiting on the lyrics. Exactly. So we're going to continue in this vein a little bit. This is a band that I've discovered in the last two years that I have not played for you yet, and I need to take care of that tonight because I think this is a band that you're really going to like. They tour here in Atlanta, where we live all the time. Mm -hmm. They're from New York, but for whatever reason, it seems like they're in Atlanta at least every three months. I see their name mostly at Masquerade. Mm -hmm. But it's a band called King Buffalo. Mm -mm. And in fact, they're playing Athens in February, so we should go see them. Road trip. If you like what you hear. But the reason... I don't know if I'm welcome back there. <laughs> the last time I was there, I got kicked out of a bar and I threatened to get beat up at another bar. Yeah. That well, was, that's been a while. I think, it's I think been the statute 20, of limitations. 23 years passed. ago. Yeah. yeah. I think you're okay. <laughs> but this band tours all the time. They just play all the time. They've only formed in, two, in 2013. So they just tour, 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 release albums. I've been in on the last two albums. I need to go back and get the other stuff that they have because they have five full links. They had one that dropped this year which is really good but I'm going to play something from their 2018 album where I first got into them and the reason I'm bringing them up to you is they're definitely space rock but they have a big nod to Floyd mm-hmm. or at least I hear it Yeah, uh, without being a ripoff of it's just the essence of Pink Floyd comes through yeah. in this band to me but they're a current band and they played uh, a lot of shows this year with another band that I love that I've played twice on the show called Howling Giant. Mm -hmm. They're from Nashville. So Howling Giant's also coming to Atlanta soon. So we we have two shows that we could possibly go see of this type of stuff. Let me write that down so I don't forget. Yeah. 
But this band, like I said, they tour all the time. They've toured with bands like Howling Giant, Clutch, All Them Witches, Uncle Acid, and the Deadbeats, who I don't think we've ever played on this Man, we're show. Just, we got we all need kinds to get of material. Too. Justin, we think we've hit it all. Nope. Other stoner bands like The Sword and Elder, they've played with them. So all the heavy psych, space, and stoner rock, that's who these guys are playing with. But they're a little unique to me because they're not always as heavy. Mm-hmm. So they have a little more atmosphere to what they do. So I'm going to play some King Buffalo. This is, you're going to want to sit down for this one. This is a little bit longer of a song. This is Eye of the Storm.
I'm sorry. I didn't want to come back from where that took me. <laughs> that was a lot better place. Oh, so I can draw more parallels with Pink Floyd with this band than the other bands. Absolutely. It was not as distorted. It was some really good guitar leads and you could hear some patterns throughout that would transition between grooves and stuff like that. But the other thing I was thinking was as chill and groovy as that song was, the bass player was working his ass off. Yeah, the bass which is, is amazing. Usually that gets you like a funk band. You're like, oh, that bass line, I got to get up, move and groove. And this was just busy, but really chill. You want to just let, let it groove. Definitely that metal Amagama type yes. period for Pink Floyd yeah. is kind of where they're zoning in. Pre-69, pre-70. Yeah, the stuff that Nick Mason is kind of doing. Yeah, yeah. Real yeah. intricate drumming stuff. I mean, that's what led to eventually with the big blow up with the Animals album and stuff like that, where Roger was pissed they couldn't do the more intricate, delicate things anymore because everybody just screamed their heads off the entire time. That's what he's referring to. This stuff, you could really get lost into the minute details of what they're doing. Careful with that axe, Eugene. Careful with that axe, Eugene. Yes. I thought you might like that. I did. This all is right. like my birthday episode. I love I this. This is all about me. Every episode. <laughs> I see a trend. Okay, so I have one more for you. Aww. And we have played, let's see, Stoner, Psych. It's Goth. all space oil. Goth. It's all space rock. Yeah. We haven't played any kraut rock. <laughs> which nice! Is, which is probably not a, a proper thing to say these days, but that's what they called it back in the 70s. It was these German, German space rock, psych rock. They called it kraut rock. Really? Yeah, and we actually haven't played anything from the 70s today, so we, we got to go yeah. back to the beginnings of Space Rock, okay. and here's a German band called Grubschnitt. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Grubschnitt. Grubschnitt? Grubschnitt. Grubschnitt. But you got to do it like... It's one word. Grubschnitt. Grubschnitt. There you go. I have no idea what that means. I'm not German. I'm not even looking that up. That's something's going to, my phone's going to get infected if I look up grub shit. So not shit, oh, schnitt. Oh, schnitt. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> After you listen to it, you may call it grub, grub shit, shit, but it's, okay. no, it's grub schnitt. Schnitt. So you might ask yourself, how in the hell did I discover this band with the yes. weird name? And how it's in the from hell the did you discover this band name? So I came across a live album by this band in the late 2000s on something I've talked about before. It was a poor man's version of iTunes called eMusic, and it was a lot cheaper. I, I remember that. And I did, I, it was just, too complicated for me. I, I couldn't figure out how to... You had to like get into get, it yeah. and really dig in, and I found this band. I think and, I knew about it because of you. Yeah. Going, oh, that must be cool to have that much intelligence to know how to do that, because I don't... <laughs> So I got this live album. I came across it and it was, you know, pennies, whatever I paid for it. And I would love to play you the key piece of that live album called Solar Music. Oh, However, nice. I'm not sure we have the 38 minutes to dedicate to it. 38 so, minutes. 38 song, minutes. Called Solar Music. That beats Echoes, I think, <laughs> by two minutes. <laughs> so when I saw that there was this band and it looked kind of proggy to me yeah and what so, is the maximum you can fit on one side of an album there's got to be a limit i've never well they would this. break it up during the back in the day they would break it up to like that's why they had like suites of music so like part right. one part two but even echoes is just a side it's one side but i'll one say side. how long could you make a song to fit on one side of a record i believe it was somewhere around 30 30, minutes. 30 to yeah. 35 minutes yeah, long 30, okay i was yeah. just curious so i'm not going to play that song we could play it out and just let just walk away set the headphones I, I won't down do that. i won't do that <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go have a bite. Go back, bike, come back, come back. Go walk around the block. <laughs> I'm not going to play that, but I'm going to play a song by them. And this band were known for their live performances, which is probably why I got a live album first. They had pyrotechnics yeah. and German comedic sketches. 
Ooh, you lost me at that. I don't. Mm. There's German and comedy. They're hmm. they're West German. They were funny people. Okay, in the West. Typical live show for this band would last over three hours. It's a lot of comedy mixed uh, with their space rock. A lot of- <laughs> And pyrotechnics. Large beers. <laughs> a lot of beers. A lot of beers. A lot of beers. <laughs> but you had pyrotechnics, okay. Yeah. So they started to shift their sound. They started off, obviously, as a very true-to-form space rock band. Then they started shifting to um, uh, disco. So they made, I'll just say. Disco? Disco-ish. So they made an oh, okay. album called <laughs> Merry-Go-Round, <laughs> where they applied their comedic German comedic sense mm-hmm. to uh, humorous digs at disco and commercialism in America. And they sang in English, but they never actually played anything other than Germany and in the rest of Europe. 11 full lengths, and they finally ended in the, I believe, the early 80s. But ton of live stuff, like I said, out there. But I'm going to play something from their 70s heyday mm-hmm. of, of doing space rock. This is from uh, 1972. It's a song called Traveling.
very german sounding it sounded more oya como va i was thinking the same thing that was the german santana, german santana. <laughs> um yeah so i didn't get the humor in that but it's good music uh, maybe that was before they started going funny oh okay know. okay i just yeah I've got german humor i don't you just hear the language they could be saying funny things but just the sound of Sounds the language so serious it's very serious <laughs> 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 
Well, that's what I have for you, man. A little well, space rock tonight. Well, that was kraut rock. So speaking of kraut, mm-hmm. we have not had a what's Robert cooking lately segment. I don't know. People are just oh. dying to know. We need a theme song. You'll have to come up with a theme song okay, first. We'll insert that for in your here. segment. <laughs> That's right, Munchketeers. It's time to get your grub on with the chef that can give it to your funky style. Roberts, Gardner eats it. That's right now. Roberts, Gardner eats it. What is Robert cooking this week? I invented twerkles. Excuse me? Twerkles? I've heard of twerking. Yeah. Yes. So okay. these make you want to twerk. These are tequila-infused pickles. Ooh. So I just, did see something posted about Just this. a little bit. It's not soaked in tequila. It's just got a, the essence of tequila. And more specifically, it's pickled okra. Mm. That's the twerkle. Which looks a little worm-like. Yeah, it's really good, though. So is okra just a southern thing, or is that enjoyed all over the United States? I have uh, no idea. I think it's mainly a southern thing. Okay, so if you're not familiar, okra is really good. I love it. You can fry it. Don't boil it. Do not no, it boil gets, okra. It's it pretty slimy. Real slimy. Yeah, you can't keep your socks up if you eat too much. <laughs> That's my grandfather's favorite saying. I ate so much okra, can't keep my socks up. But if you fry it, <laughs> nice. it's really good. But if you pickle it, it's even better. It's just as good as pickled cucumbers. But for me, it's just a little bit more of a delicacy. And I was bored and I figured out I've never pickled anything except myself. Mm. And I figured it out and came up with this gourmet recipe. And now I've just ordered a whole box of mason jars. They just came in today. So All everybody... Right. Everybody's getting pickled okra for Christmas. So, Rockin' Pod weekend. We're going to have yes. pickled okra. Everybody's twerkles. getting pick twerkles. Okay, we got to work on the logo. Yeah, we got to work, gotta work on, on that. Okay, we'll talk Need about that. Need a twerkle theme song. Yeah, twerkle theme song, first of all. And then if you win the game show that we play, you get a jar of twerkles. And you have to drink the juice. <laughs> it's tequila, right? It's tequila mm. infused. You may not get very far, but yeah. So that was my latest thing, but we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. And if anybody dies, nobody's died yet. I've been sampling them. And We're going to kill you with twerkles. To kill you with twerkles. Nice. So that's been the latest thing. So I'm about to go make twerkles tonight before I go to bed. All right. Well, next time. <laughs> see you. Later. Character rock. Blah, 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 blah.